This is the first time we'll be recording without a, like a giant coffee in front of me. Would you, you need like one? a giant coffee? No, because I had one. I'm gonna be up super late anyway. Mm. So why not double down? Oh, Meth goggles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those help. I think we have a spare pair lying around here. I have uh, normal goggles that we could put meth in. They're snow goggles, so they don't have vents. I think we played Oh, enough. I gave them to you. You gave those to No, me. I don't have them. Damn it. I have the girl ones. <laughs> <laughs> They're pink, but they'll work. They'll work. For meth. They'll trap meth <laughs> in your eyes. I was saying, I think we played enough Payday 2 to know how to make meth now. Well, no. You just need they some change, hydrogen chloride. They change the recipe every time. Some uh, other two ingredients. Oh, man. And just mix them in a random order. Hydrogen then the house chloride. explodes or we make meth. One of the two. Like, Boric acid. Close. Some other acid. Naga bromide. Yeah. I think is what it was. Definitely Nagas. Welcome to The Legend of Things, a podcast about video games, cool media, and that thing your new girlfriend does that secretly drives you insane. And these are your hosts, Sean, Jonathan, and Danny. Welcome to episode five of The Legend of Things. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Pause. Uh, we're going to talk today about uh, WonderCon and Division Update and Colod and some other stuff. But what have you guys been up to in the last week? Um, things. A lot of Easter stuff. A little bit of Easter stuff. I didn't do, actually do anything, so no Easter things. You lied. Yeah. I can't believe you just lied to us. You like know that. that I lie about things. Do you have a single piece of chocolate? Because that's an Easter thing. I had a lot of ice cream. Nope, he had chocolate. Mm-hmm. John made chocolate. You I did. celebrated the rise of Christ. And the fall. Yep. <laughs> Especially the fall. <laughs> <laughs> it was mainly the fall with yeah. a little bit of the rise. <laughs> you had ice cream on Friday and just dry toast on Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> Excellent. I spent the weekend at WonderCon. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the friends that I went with are super into comics and they... Hit up Artist Alley really hard and uh, got commissions. Um, nice. Bill Sinkevich is an author who did Electra, um, did some Hellboy 2. Hellboy also. Hellboy as well. Hellboy 2. Not the movie. <laughs> which is good. How long does it take to get um, a commissioned art? Uh, it depends what you want. It took them like the day. Because uh, there's a commission list that you can get on if, oh. if a lot of people want it. But That's cool. Uh, they put in their orders on Friday and went back on Saturday to pick it up. So basically those guys get to go and then have homework yeah. to yeah. draw <laughs> a bunch of pictures for nerds. <laughs> exactly. For money. Well, what they, they <laughs> sit there, though. Like, they'll sit there and draw it at the con. Yeah. So, and yeah, for money. It's, Is it expensive? It's not cheap. Like 100 bucks? Like 400 bucks. What? Yeah. Each? For like a 9 by 10, maybe, Oh, that's super lucrative. 9 by 11. I would do that. Never mind. Yeah, they should take just, it back. Uh, <laughs> they should record it and put it up in like a symposium, also while he's sketching it out. Oh, for sure. Yeah, might as well. They probably that do. was like the most interesting really part to me was sure. like watching them do that, yeah. and watching them draw. Oh, the process is so weird. And we were talking about drawing earlier. Like where you start on something is completely different for everybody. It's, it's yeah. bonkers. You just find your flow. I don't know where that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they have they have print books that you can look through and you can buy stuff that they've already done. It's just a print of it or you can have them commission it for way more. Um, and my friend from Bill Sienkiewicz, uh, my friend Adam got a, a Jon Snow. And the way, like his style's like really scribbly and fast and kind of like offhanded, but Crazy. it all comes together and yeah. looks amazing. <laughs> it was really cool. My other friend got a Yoda. 
Okay. Uh, from Mike Mayhew, who does a lot of Marvel stuff. That seems like a maybe a missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> if you love Yoda, though. I guess if you're a huge Yoda fan, maybe it's just going to be a unique piece. I guess he's never uh, drawn a Yoda before. Maybe. maybe like a Yoda Captain America like mashup. That would have been amazing. <laughs> you know, the other friend who did Jon Snow, super into Game of Thrones, like nobody's business. He went to New York Comic Con, and his big thing was going around. He got a bunch of commissions. This is like what he does, what he spends oh, his money on is like art commissions, one-offs. That's sure. Really cool. So he went with the idea and went to a bunch of different authors that he or uh, artists that he liked and got Game of Thrones versus Marvel characters. Oh. So he got like the Mountain versus the Hulk and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure I know who would win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You don't know. I know. Is it is it Zombie Mountain, though? I don't think it would matter. I don't think it would either. Okay. Well, no. you know, it's debatable, isn't it? No. I don't think so. No. Okay. I think no. it's a wildly different power level. Wildly different. Uh, well, you heard it here first. Now everyone knows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please send us your hate mail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any would be nice. <laughs> so I was thinking, this was actually my first con, and um, I was thinking that I'd spend a lot of time in like the breakout sessions and go like... You totally never do. No. It yeah. was all exhibit floor. And then I thought I would go to the uh, ex- exhibition hall and just cruise around and look at the toys and look at all the interesting set. It was mostly artist alley. Oh, really? Like that was the coolest thing to me is just watching them draw and see the different styles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't been to one that big. I went to, um, wizard con. I want to say it was mm-hmm. in, uh, Nevada, um, oh. a few months ago and it was pretty cool, but like the hall was pretty small overall. It was a pretty small, is that just mo- mainly gaming? Is that no? There was no gaming. Oh, oh um, it was mostly like overpriced merch, which I guess you expect. <laughs> Wizard like the the comics magazine? Wizard? No, just like that's just the name. Oh, okay. I don't even is that still a comics magazine? Wizard? No, magazine? I don't think I, it's out of print now. Yeah, I found like a bunch of them in my closet when I was cleaning it out. I'm like, oh my god, look at this shit. You still have those? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to look at those. I'll, I'll pull them out. They're that's pretty. Cool. They're pretty stupid, but um, <laughs> <laughs> they have the, like the prices for comic books in the back because yeah. at the time you couldn't look it up on. The internet. There's no index. That's yeah. awesome. That's, that's ridiculous. So good. But um, yeah, it sounds like a much bigger operation. I'm sure it was. Like, oh yeah, it was. I mean, I went to Long Beach. Actually, so I guess this wasn't my first con. But I don't really count Long Beach because there was like seven or eight people there total. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> including Lance Henriksen. Oh, he was there. Well, that's cool. No, there was a few, a few thousand, but this was much bigger, and the cosplay was just off the hook. Yeah, you didn't really? need anything it was, else. It was legit. If Lance Henriksen was there, that's all you were there for. Yeah, yeah. my my day was made. Yeah. I mean, I saw Bishop. So perfect. What else do you need? Nothing. <laughs> um, I thought there'd be more gaming stuff there. There was not. I mean, Nintendo was there, so they had like uh, Star Fox Zero mm. going on, um, and a bunch of their merchandise. Uh, Capcom was there, so they were doing they Street had a Fighter Five, huge Street Fighter thing going. Um, the new Resident Evil, or maybe or, or remastered Resident Evil, Resident was Evil Revelations Two. Yeah, was it that one? The Reckoning, maybe. No, I thought I was five. I saw a promo going on for five. There's a remastered watch. five coming what? out. I think. Oh, that must really? have been what it is. I think so. Why? I don't know. It already looks good. <laughs> yeah. What are they going to remaster? Maybe they made it not the same game that all the other ones are. Maybe they made the dude's hair a little more swoosh. That's probably true. Chris has some pretty swooshy, yeah. I that would help his character. They're going to integrate uh, Witcher 3 hair physics from the NVIDIA. NVIDIA engine. hair works. Yeah. <laughs> Super important. Yep. Yeah. That never works and just tanks your graphics card. <laughs> destroys it. Yeah. Would yeah. you like to play with 5 FPS? Yeah. Yes or no? I just want to see that hair move around real bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 
There was some, <laughs> there was some good Witcher cosplay, though. That was oh, was nice. that? Yeah. And, uh, was there a Triss, or was it all Geralt's? It was all Geralt's. 30 like, Geralt's, no Triss's. <laughs> yeah. Four of them. <laughs> God, so many Harley Quinns. Yeah. So many. Which of one? The, the classic or the new one? Both. Oh. Like, just all over the place. Yeah. Like, you turn around, you can't. Swing a Joker without hitting a Harley Quinn. I think that's how she would like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mr. J could be worse. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. Um, lots of Master Chiefs. Mm, I saw yeah. like a collection of fourteen of them. Hanging yeah, out together. <laughs> we were talking about that. So they have like um, I didn't look it up like a dumb dumb, but it's they have a, like a squad. Like yeah. it's like a company or something. Company I saw the flag. Thirty three or Pacific something. Yeah, thirty three. They have like different gangs and they all get together and cosplay all their Halo stuff Did together. They warp? I don't think they LARP. Mm. They should. They should. Everyone I think should. like a Halo LARP would be over pretty fast. <laughs> like Just all Master Chiefs? With like, Nerf guns? Yeah, I don't know, I guess. Amazing. Just laser tag? <laughs> laser tag is fun. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done one of those in a long time. Laser LARP? <laughs> laser LARP. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> I don't like how that sounds. No. Okay. Well, Con- yeah, WonderCon was fun. Good. Uh, <laughs> is there anything else gamey that I want to talk about that happened at WonderCon? Oh, I got it. Uh, there was a giant Baymax there that I showed to Finn, and he lost his mind. A what? Baymax. Big What's Hero that? 6. Oh, see, uh, I never... You don't have kids. I'm, I don't you have know, kids. Yeah. I heard have you that, seen Big Hero 6? No. It's good. I heard it makes you cry. <laughs> it's a little... It's it's sad. I yeah. avoid movies that make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> There's a rule. <laughs> I try to. <laughs> you can look it up beforehand. On yeah, the, people on the like, interwebs. you should see it, it'll hit you, like, up. It'll like, I've never seen oh, up. Oh, good Lord, don't watch it. <laughs> I won't. It's bad. That's why. I watched it the first time on the plane. It was a mess. Everyone's crying. Like I had to- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a plane full of people. Plane full blubbering. of distressed people. Uh, everybody gets off the planes <laughs> wiping tears. From yeah. The idea. Like, what happened? Oh, we watched Up. <laughs> in a plane. Like, that's there has to be some kind of filtering process for watching movies in planes. Like, right you don't want to, like, freak everyone out, work. you know? Like, really bum them out on an airplane. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Probably not the best. I don't think so. Let's put on some Die Hard 2. <laughs> yeah, that's Die on a plane. Yeah. He bites the guy's ear off on the plane and then spits it out. Was that before or after the Mike Tyson fight? It's on the wing. What? Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield. Oh, it was before. Off. I think that's before. Was it it before? has to be before. Okay. Yeah. Oh, before like the actual fight. The actual I thought you meant it was event. in the movie. I'm like, I don't remember that. Yes, but, uh, Mike Tyson was in that movie. I think it was before. Yeah. Was there some quippy thing that he said right after he but like... Can you hear me now? I think he did. Like I think he did say that. <laughs> I remember it was a stark contrast to all this. There was snow everywhere, yeah. and all the guys had white jackets, and there was just mm. blood everywhere, which was nice. <laughs> and he's like, ears looking at you. Oh. I got to Danny. Go. Okay. <laughs> Leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> no editing. Okay, Uh, let's move on to uh, a little... I can't. No. (laughs) I can't move on. I need to take a minute here. A moment of silence. That's good. It's really bad. Well, I kind of hope that that thing at WonderCon for Resident Evil was for actually the game that you mentioned. Oh, right. The one with the extremely long name. It's like Resident Evil 2 Revelations colon something else. Yeah, I think it actually says colon something else. Yeah. It's like Biohazard Six. It's like the it's like the Hideo Kojima yeah. um, art of telling stories, as in telling stories that don't make any sense and just dragging it out. Oh, for sure. The story is weird, but the gameplay is actually a lot of fun. 
I ended up playing through the first chapter. They were releasing it episodically, mm-hmm. sort of like, uh, uh, what's the name? Life is Strange, that kind of thing, where it's oh, coming yeah. out once a month. I, but it's an action but game. It is action, and you can play switch between two characters. You can either play co-op, where one person is kind of like a support, where they run around with a flashlight and mark targets, find enemy weak, weak points that they have to tell to the other player in order to find out where to shoot and where to actually lethally kill a creature. That's cool. I like co-op where there's like two distinctly different it, functions that mm-hmm. you're going See, for. I don't. Like, I'm in the other end of that. Like, especially for a game like Resident Evil, like, if it's co-op, I just want to be popping noggins. Like, that's what I'm there for. You could be that guy. I, well, but I don't want to not be both that. be that guy. Why? I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's weird for me. Hmm. Like, if you end up dying, you're like, Thanks for the help with the fucking flashlight. Yeah. Guy. Well, they do have other roles as well. Like, you switch between four characters. (laughs) Yeah, there's like a pipe that she can use to execute downed enemies. So if the first person, the main shooter, manages to down somebody, the support can run over there and finish it off. And I think it gives you like a bonus experience when you guys finally finish the level to spend in talent trees. Yeah, you get money. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. You collect a topaz and you get 100 experience to spend at the end of the mission. It's money. It makes total sense. But it's the game itself is actually very enjoyable. Even with just me playing and hot switching between the characters, I think a split screen co-op would actually be a genuine amount of fun. Well, and to point, it's it's only split screen co-op. There is no There's online uh, co-op. Bleh. Which is unfortunate, that but is. I, I, mean, I with, see why they did it. With giant TVs these days, it's a little better, especially yeah. if it's vertical. TVs are so easy, like, to cheap. They're so cheap and big now. You can buy, like, a 60-inch TV, and they'll spend a little bit of money, but you can get, like, a 50-inch TV for, like, 300 bucks. Split screen is, like, mm-hmm. now is when we should be playing Mario Kart, like, four-person <laughs> split screen, <laughs> when you can actually tell what the hell's going on. Seriously. Oh God, Goldeneye, you still couldn't tell what's going on. No, with the graphics. It's so antiquated. <laughs> it's terrible. It's rough. Yeah. I haven't I haven't played it in You years. don't want to. I tried, I want to say, a couple years ago, and, like, I got a nosebleed. <laughs> like, it's bad. You have to, like, <laughs> aim up and down with the Y Oh, with the Y button. Yeah. Oh, I remember, you know, that was uh, what I was used to before I moved into next-gen consoles. What's funny is that, like, you were used to that. Yeah. It's, it is. And I played a ton of it, and then I it took me a while to get used to the two, the dual yeah. Yeah. shock joystick action two sticks <laughs> two, two sticks two sticks one danny <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of uh umbrella corp mm-hmm. dudes walking around in all black gas masks umbrella. and stuff yeah for real That's maybe cool. they're trying to actually yeah. release their um resident evil hunters game or whatever do you remember that no it was like a co-op team-based um versus thing so one team was umbrella agents and they were all different mm-hmm. and one team was star agents and they were all kind of different classes and roles Ooh. and then you would run around doing things and there would also be npc enemies which were um like zombies and sure all that kind of stuff and you had like objectives That's... i don't think it ever released hmm. so maybe they're trying to get that out sounds fun danny how do you not know what they were i you know there was mega man there oh, okay oh. mega man was there i'm off the trail yeah. You've, you've distracted me. <laughs> Mega Man cosplay? There's a new Mega, Mega Man coming okay. out that's not Mega Man. It's by the same creator. Yeah. But he, he doesn't own Mega Man. Um, so he's making his own. Yeah. I saw that. I thought it was Claptrap when I saw it the first time. <laughs> oh, really? It looks like it, doesn't he? Uh, he looks like Mega Man. Oh, it's well, a very, very similar art style. It, it looks, it, it's a total Mega Man ripoff. He just has like segmented legs yeah. and uh, arms. Well, it's called like. 
I think it's called like Super. Hero Three or something. It, like, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, Mega Guy, Mega Mega Person. I saw somebody wearing a shirt from that, and it's like, oh, it's Mega Man. He's like, actually, no, that guy left the company. He wore and that specifically so he could be like, well, actually, hey, well, I learned something, new. <laughs> and it was, it was something like that. It was like Superman number nine. Or yeah, something like that. he just pushes his glasses up while he's saying it. <laughs> like, wow, well, let me tell you. <laughs> I know something. But now Shame. I know it, and now I can get a new Mega Man game. You need to get some new glasses so you can push them up when people ask you about it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, they both just did it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Yeah, what's what else? So WonderCon, you had a good time. Yeah, that was cool. Cool. There was some Division dudes walking around there. That's an easy one. Good segue. That's an easy cosplay. Yeah, it is. It was a backpack with an orange thing on it and like a gun. I think I have all the things <laughs> needed for that. You do. Jeans. <laughs> yeah. Shirt. A, a beanie. Beanie. Yeah. I'll, no I'll, scarf. I'll die though. No yeah. scarf still? No, we've got scarves. Oh, we have okay. scarves now. Lots of scarves. I have a purple camo scarf. Yeah. Which I'm super excited about. So we played we've played a few hours now. I'm More at like level sixteen. Yeah, I'm fourteen. Yeah. Uh last time we played, I think. I leveled up like twice because we were getting our asses handed to us on that hard mission. Or oh, yeah. yeah. Which was a, uh, those are hard. Those are legitimately hard missions. Good. They're not effing around about that. No. We, um, we got wasted pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Big time. We just found a choke point and we exploited. cheated. We, yeah, we, we cheated. cheated. Pretty oh, hard. Uh, but it was still fun. Mm-hmm. I, it is still fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to getting higher and completing a wing. I have friends who are at 30. We all know someone who's at 30. No, already. we know the same person who's at 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do. Uh, <laughs> You know, there's so much that we have going on that we're not going to get to 30. It's tough. It's, yeah. it's especially right now, like I'm, and most of the games we've talked about are the ones that are pulling me in a ton of different directions. Like Stardew Valley is still absolutely <laughs> rocking my socks. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I love it. It's the best, but it like splits my division time. Yeah. You know, so I'm just trying to get my girlfriend fully invested in Stardew Valley on her own. And she started today. Oh, no. And then I figure if she can get in there, then I can maybe finish the division. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> just can, as a divide and conquer your time. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But she seems to really be liking it. So I'm pretty excited about that. That's but cool. um, yeah, the division, though, still totally has my attention. I still want to play it hmm. um, all the time. You know, it's just the time, obviously, like you said, isn't there necessarily. I keep canvassing my friends that are 30 and have been 30 for a little while. Just every couple of days, it's like, okay, how do you like it now? And they've reached the point where it's the most recent review was from today. And it's him being 30 and having nothing else to do and just saying it's a shell of a game. There's really nothing to fill up the rest of the it, interior. It seems grindy. Yeah. After, you know, after you do the same with Destiny, after mm. you get to a certain level, you're grinding. Yeah, yeah. it turns into a, a like a bad Diablo loot yeah. rotation yeah. because it's not as fast or satisfying. Because um, and well, you know, and a, a lot of the the fix they did with um, Destiny on that was increasing the loot drops. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and that made the game a lot more playable. Well, they just did that with the division, also. Oh, did they? Yeah. Um, another anecdotal evidence thing was one of my buddies in his group. They uh, started grinding Dark Zone stuff, and I think they spent four hours in there, and they came out with three legendary items. And then after the uh, loot change, they got twelve in the same amount of time. Really? Yeah, it's supposed to be like a tenfold increase oh. in legendary drop rates. Especially from like level thirty one and thirty two elites. In I need the dark to get zone. all up in that dark zone. I actually haven't done any of the dark zone since the actual game came out. Mm. So I'm looking forward to getting back in there too. 
But I've been I, in there a few times. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's super fun when you're in there with four or five other people. If you're in there by yourself, it's just, I mean, why? <laughs> it's a clusterfuck. Like, it there's is. nothing you can do. Like, you're like, hey, guys, I'm here to have buzz on the face. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's not a lot of room to move on anything. Plus, like, I don't even have a lot of the abilities I want. Like, yeah. I want to try all the different specials and stuff like that. And I've just been so stuck on the um, sticky bomb because it's so good. Yeah. It's too good. I've been doing the turret a lot. Yeah, you have been doing the turret a lot. The throw, throw turret. Throw turret. Uh, Sticky Bomb was my go-to at first, though. Yeah. Well, I just got it upgraded or whatever, so it does, like, bleeding damage, too. And it's pretty good on normal enemies. It doesn't seem to matter at all when we do those hard missions. (laughs) Yeah. Because they don't care. They don't give a shit. No. They're full-on bullet sponge assholes. Yeah. It's like, how many mags do you have to dump in this guy? It's like, like, six. That's why I didn't want to play the game initially. I just can't handle that bullet sponge mentality. At first, for me, it was more of a big deal. And Mm -hmm. the more I played, for some reason, the less of a big deal it was. Sure. And then by the time you're playing the hard missions, you kind of just accept it for the extra challenge. Okay. You know, because they are legit challenging, though. And there's no, like, cool middle ground when you group with people. Mm -hmm. So if Danny's higher level than me, everything is his level. Yeah. And purple, which is, like, elite, I guess. Naturally. And, and that was bullshit to me when I because we <laughs> yeah. have these friends who go ahead. You just can't play with them, then. right? And what if you host the mission? It doesn't matter. Yeah, no. It just pops to the highest level character. Yeah, and we wanted some help for uh, another friend of mine, and I wanted some help for a mission that we were doing, and mm-hmm. called in his friends the first time I realized it, who was like twenty three, and we oh. were both nine. Oh, and it was just made it impossible. Yeah. After four levels up, the enemies just have a skull, and it's just yeah. game over. You can't, you can't do, do damage to them. Yeah, not at all. Wow. So Mm -hmm. that's a gripe. It also has a very um, tight level range that you can deal with. So if something is like a level higher than you, you can probably do pretty well against it. Mm -hmm. If it's two levels, good luck. Oh. Like it's super tough. So it's it's interesting that way. Like I was able to help when we did the hard one because I was using a sniper rifle and getting a bunch of headshots. Sure. And it does just spike damage. It's like 8,000. But it would still take like five or six headshots with a sniper rifle to take a guy out <laughs> which is totally realistic <laughs> totally realistic i mean why don't they just increase the number of enemies as opposed to the damage that would be way more fun that would be more think realistic. how many enemies there would have to be a lot yeah but still i still. mean the floor would be littered <laughs> madison like, square garden it would stop <laughs> i think it would stop being like a heroic thing and you're like i just killed 400 people ah, yeah you're just like to get one doctor out of a out of Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just committed genocide. So, like I killed a whole gang, a whole neighborhood's worth of people. Like that's pretty bad. Mm. Yeah. And aren't they supposed to be semi good guys most of the time? Who? Like firefighters? No, they're not. No. So the three main <clears throat> factions are like normal street gangs, which mm-hmm. you just assume are bad because they're street gangs. Naturally, they're, um, they have hoodies though, so that's oh how you know yeah, bad. yeah. It's a classic <laughs> Trayvon situation. Yeah, that's not great. Waka waka. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Leave it in. Okay. <laughs> the other guys are called the Rikers, and they're all escaped yeah. criminals from Rikers Island. Mm-hmm. And then I was listening to another podcast today, and they kind of justified it as. The criminals who weren't complete psychopaths went home to be with their families. Sure. And then the other ones stayed to just be complete psychopaths. Mm -hmm. So you're just killing the psychopath ones. You're doing, you know, the Lord's work at that point. (laughs) Um, And then the uh, the other group is uh, mostly like... (laughs) They're called uh, the cleaners, and they're like super into fire and burning things. 
and they're all like, yeah, mostly they used to be, um, you know, sanitation, sanitation workers. and fire guys. But I mean, they're still sociopaths. Are they? Right. Well, they're burning know. everything. Well, so. if they're trying to cure the plague, even people that are alive. It. Yeah. They're burning old ladies and shit. There's little videos. Maybe they that, had it coming. Well, yeah, I don't doubt it. But there's like little <laughs> videos you get when you do the story missions. Sure. That easily outline like the complete savagery of these gangs. Ah, okay. And you watch them and you're like, ooh. Like some of them are like <laughs> seat, like closed circuit cameras from a subway. Mm-hmm. And like the uh, Rikers like chase down a couple and like beat them to death. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty visceral. rough. Okay. Yeah, there's one like with the cleaners where um this girl's hiding in a store and she's recording it on her phone. Mm. And you just like see her get burned to death essentially and just hear, hear her scream. It's not great. That's unsettling. Yeah, it's yeah. super unsettling. Hmm. It's good. But it's good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, at least they push the narrative with it. Yeah, it's horrifying, but it's very enticing at the same. It's immersive yeah. at the same time. They did a good um, job of adding more story in there, like mm-hmm. we talked about last time. And the further I get in, the more um, justified it feels. Yeah. Um, oh, and we found April Kelleher. We the did. Other day. Oh, really? Yeah, we found the chick from the book. Was yeah. she dead? No, she, she was, was in an echo. An echo. Oh no. Yeah, so we randomly found her, and we're like, oh, shit. We're like, oh, We just, like, fangirled out. And then just walked away. Haven't seen her since. Yeah, that was Would it. you like to explain the echo just in case? Okay, yeah. Occasionally, you get these uh, these messages that pop up that said there's an echo nearby, and you go and find this one spot, and it triangulates. Yeah. And it kind of brings up a hologram of a past event that happened in that spot. So you see these holograms of people and you can hear audio from that event and walk around and move your character towards this person and get like a an, another pop up of who they are and what what their current status is. Yeah. So <clears throat> in one echo we we found I think she was like escaping through a door. Yeah, there was like a riot. Um, and there were like riot cops on one side and then like rioters on the other and mm-hmm. she was kind of in the middle like going yeah, going uh through Calling a door ass. like yeah, into a building or something like that. Yeah, and we walked over there, and it said April Kelleher, and we're like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, and I have found parts of the survival guide oh. in yeah. there, and they describe more of, they. it ties in, it ties back to the survival guide and describes, it says explicitly, like, who, which writing is from in mm. the different inks and stuff. Interesting. Oh. Um, and some are from different people than we thought, mm. so it's definitely worth a read. Interesting. Read the little entries for that, yeah. I got the book. And started it. It's real dense. It is. It's mm-hmm. hard to actually get through pages. Yeah. Because there's so much text. Each page is like three pages. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Because there's, you know, the book text and then there's like three different or two different entries generally. And it's like. That's some real House of Leaves action. <laughs> yeah. I still need to read that. Yeah. It's good stuff. So, yeah. The Division. It's good. It's good. I'm still liking it. Yeah. Um, I see how that could be an issue at high level, but just like Destiny. You know, and Destiny skated through on its tight shooting mechanics. Just like uh, Division's going to skate through on its cover, cover. mechanics? Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. so. Still good, though. Still good so far. Let's keep playing it. Yeah. Do it. And John will get it at some point for PS4 when he gets one. <laughs> <laughs> PS4.5? Oh, well, yeah, don't. maybe. No? I don't want to talk about PS4.5. Okay. We can talk about it. Nah. Which one? The backwards compatibility one? No. Or the VR no. one? The backwards. VR one. There is a backwards compatibility one. No, that was only the PS3. The initial PS3 released was backwards compatible, and then they changed it. No, they were selling a new plug-in system for the PS4 that was like $300 that would read previous titles. Oh, that's interesting. Was it official? I think so. Hmm. I saw an ad for it. 
Sounds Two made up. Ago. Sounds made up. Maybe it was. Maybe it was the onion. I've been <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about getting what is a subscription? PS Now? Yeah. With the, all those PS3 titles on it. I've been thinking about getting that. Is it it's in the PS store and there's a ton of PS3 games in there. Really? Mm. And some of them are remastered, some are not, but mm. it's like twenty bucks a month for all you can play. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff that I would maybe jump back into. I don't know about 20 bucks. I like can't do it for a maybe, though, you know? Like, yeah. there'd have to be really something I, like, really wanted to play in there. Yeah. Because I could spend 20 bucks on plenty of other games. <laughs> yeah. I could spend 20 bucks on lunch for two days, though. Or <laughs> also, so. a lot of coffee all at once. That's, yes. <laughs> but um, do you, well, let's talk about, we read that article today about um, PlayStation 4.5. Yeah, go for it. So basically, the VR rigs and stuff that's coming out won't work on existing hardware. Yay. So the rumor is, this is rumored, but I'm sure it's going to happen, is that Sony's releasing a new upgraded hardware version of the PS4 that can play the VR, and it's also set for 4K resolutions. Oh, shit. I didn't hear that. I, I understood it that you could play the VR on the normal PS4. It just wouldn't be as high resolution. Oh, I read it that you couldn't. Discrepancies. Mm. Mm. But I think then, we read the same article. I mean, that would that would be such bullshit if they are releasing <laughs> PSVR yeah. and you can't play it on PS4. Well, that doesn't make sense. So you're, then you're, you're probably like right. $900. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're probably right. But, um... It'd be cool to be able to play things at 4K res, for sure. Yeah. But I don't have a 4K TV. True. So really, like, the expense of upgrading is, like, tripled. And I don't want two PS4s. Because I have a PS4. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't help me to have two. You could just give me your old PS4. I'll sell it to you. You should just give it to me. No. And I'll play Journey on it. (laughs) And probably nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) The only reason you need a new one is because your PS3 died. Yeah, basically. If anyone knows how to fix John's broken PS3, it'd be much appreciated. Let us know. We'll give you a free download. Yep. I'll buy you Journey. No. I meant of the podcast. Oh. Um, moving on, though. Uh, John and I both played a game called Colot recently. We did. So this is a game that I was excited about. I heard about it like a year ago because I listened to a podcast about one of my famous, uh, most favorite famous historical mysteries, the Dialof Pass incident. Did you know about that before I did not. the game? Okay. We talked about it before. Yeah, we had. Yeah. Um, so the Dialof Pass incident, real quick, uh, nine hikers in 1959 go up into the mountains in Russia and disappear. They send up a search party for them, and they find them like a week later. It, it appeared that their tents had been ripped from the inside out, so they were trying to escape something from inside their tent of, uh, somehow. They were in largely in states of undress, and they just ran off into the blizzard. Uh, one of them was found without her tongue. Uh, they didn't, didn't find the tongue, but she had swallowed a bunch of blood, meaning she lost her tongue before she died. They all had tons of internal injuries but no bruising anything external uh and it's largely a mystery to this day as to what happened to them so this game speculates <laughs> to put it mildly i liked it at the very beginning of the game first of all sean bean narrates it which mm-hmm. he's the best he dies in everything he does <laughs> <laughs> he does everything yeah well no he didn't die in ronin Remember, he was the the fake operative in Ronin. That's true. And he oh. threw up in Ronin. He so. could have died later. He, well, 
Uh, Sean Bean narrates it. Yes. Uh, he does a great job narrating at the very beginning, and as you move further on in in the game, he narrates less and less. And he less. does. No, his voice acting, especially towards the end, gets really like tormented and emotional. Sure. And he does a really good job delivering that. But the girl, and mainly the girl, she doesn't really carry through on that too much. It's um, not as distressed as one should be in the situations that you find her in later. Well, let's start. Let's start over. So sure, Sean sure. Bean does the narration at the very beginning, and I thought it was he did a great job, or the mm-hmm. developers did a great job of outlining what actually happened and some of the speculation around the Dyatlov Pass. The incident. introduction was awesome. It was really cool, and then it just kind of drops you no HUD in the winter in this little town in Russia. I guess. Sure. Uh, and just has you just wander around until you eventually find the right path. That was a little annoying to me. <laughs> that was weird. The, the very beginning. Yeah, because you're wandering around this town, and then all of a sudden you find yourself in the forest with no real aim on where to go. Right. And then you find this mysterious copse of trees that's leaned over each other, kind of forming a thatch. You walk through this room, I'm sorry, this little pathway, through a cave, and then you start walking towards the light off in the distance. Right. Which happens to be a campfire. Then you wake up in the middle of the countryside in the mountains. Yep. And it's midnight. Yeah. And it's very off-putting immediately. It just immediately just like, and shit got weird. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I was just walking through town, and then shit got weird. Yeah. 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 You fall down through a hole in the floor into a blizzard, which is in another realm. Do you not see the hole? You just fall? No, it just breaks away. Oh. It's like a breakaway bridge kind of situation. Classic Indiana yeah. Jones shit. Though I did like the blizzard. Mm-hmm. When you fall into the blizzard, it's like complete whiteout. Yeah. And you kind of just walk aimlessly in some direction. Until you see that little twinkle off yeah. in the distance. And I went in circles a little bit, mm-hmm. and I could see my footsteps disappearing behind me. That was kind of That cool. was a very nice effect. But yeah, it was, it was aimless, kind of. I but, mean, story-wise. Yes, <laughs> it was very... Aimless. I thought you would like it. We talked about it beforehand. I know you were disappointed, but I thought that you would like it because we talked about Firewatch, and mm-hmm. you said that reading the map with the compass was the most enjoyable part. Guess what part of that I loved? Reading the map with the yeah. compass. Yeah, reading the map with the compass. Yeah. So go ahead. Talk about that. So um, on the map itself, you are not located on that map. That but makes yeah. it much harder. It is. Way super Firewatch harder. is like, hey, a map, but like, this is where you're at, bro. But what they yeah. do is they start you off with a marker, which is your campsite that you start at, and a very clear uh, landmark, landmark yeah. right in the center of the map, which is like a giant Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. So you can read your map, and you can clearly see the Stonehenge where it's supposed to be. So you can kind of triangulate your position immediately. And uh, it provides a very nice way to organically learn the maps and where you need to go and or need to go in quotations. You don't need to go anywhere. I have a question. Is it is it um, a linear storyline or is it more just kind of wander around and just do things? It's just wide open. Um, And that's something that I didn't really like about it Mm -hmm. because I I would have liked to have gotten smaller pieces than I did. Sure. Way up front. Yeah. Like. I got to this point where uh, you, you crawl up into a ravine and then it opens up and there's you're just in like a pit of bones. Mm-hmm. A bone pit? A bone pit. Sure. Exactly. Is that where you went first? Yeah. That's the wow. first place I went to. And okay. there's like a cow skull that lights on fire and there's monsters all of a sudden. I'm like, I would have liked to like ease into this. Yeah. Little, that like, was the last place I went. Yeah. <laughs> 
See, that, that definitely changes the narrative a little bit. It's yeah, really cool. Yeah. It's all the skeletons that are almost as if they died in like a bowing position towards the central throne. That's terrifying. On which there's this one skeleton with actual antlers growing out of his head, mm-hmm. looking like he's commanding the dead. A human skeleton? Yeah, but um, with a uh, with antlers. Antlers. Stuff, that look like they actually grew out of his head. That's cool. It looks organic. But the then, first place I went to, and I was <laughs> like, I could have used like a candle yeah. with a little shrine. Mm-hmm. Maybe a j- jump scare that turned out to be a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, or a cat. <laughs> but no, I find fucking antler guy. Some mm-hmm. Siberian Arctic fox. Yeah. <laughs> Just jumping around. Uh, uh, that was one of my favorite parts of the game, though, were the environments. Yeah. The design was excellent. I thought so, too. Mm, the texturing was amazing. Uh, Do you have legs? No. Or arms? Nope. Oh. No legs, no arms. Mm-hmm. Come on. But you're immune to cold, too. Do you have... Immune to cold. Yep. I wasn't going to say, do you have frost breath? But apparently not. Uh, you're just in a blizzard the whole time, and you do not care. Maybe you are a ghost. That's a serious possibility. Yeah. But the storyline is entirely red herrings. Maybe you're a yeti. Maybe. Maybe you're two yetis riding um, that would on ex- the shoulders that would of explain a the ending. much larger yeti. That would explain the ending. <laughs> 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 and Bruce Willis shows up. Yeah, and he bites and your ear like, off. Let's get out of ear. Oh, no. I think, can, did you hear that is the right one, though? I think oh, that is. That's actually it sounds right. We're going to look that up. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuck in a box canyon, and it was only a canyon because I couldn't step up half a foot to climb out. Totally. It's tough when, you're don't, when you don't have legs that are modeled. It was one of... My gripes with the game was yeah. maneuvering around. Yeah, but, um, can't get past this fallen tree here, but yeah. I'm a mountain climber. Yeah, are you? Mm-hmm. In the tip section, it's specifically. Oh god, something's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Sorry. they both died. <clears throat> now we're uh, back. All right, let's get to the. I didn't play it to the end. Mm-hmm. Like I got to spoil it. Yeah, spoil it for us. Sure. Well, um, the ending yeah. is like a complete letdown. Like you get to like the Firewatch. No. Well, I'll go through <laughs> it. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how this would go for you. Like Far Cry Prime. All right, you played this game for like four hours. All you ha- you have a bunch of red herrings, potential solutions to what's going on. You've investigated pretty much everything there is to see there. Uh huh. You get to the last campfire. You start going up a hill. You hear a voice behind you. It's some dude. He's just saying, hey, wait. Hey, wait. Hey, wait. Like the same audio? On repeat. You run up to the final tent. You look at it. It says E to enter, just like every other tent you've run across in the game. You hit E. The screen goes black. You hear the girl scream, the same girl from the narration, and the credits roll. Waka waka. Uh, That's terrible. That's way worse than Firewatch. You know... Maybe they ran out of money. Well, what do you on a scale of one to ten? How many how many bushels of hay would you award? Can I break it down? Colot. Do oh, it. Fine. The environments and the sounds were pretty awesome. I'd go with like average of eight between the two. Eight bushels of hay. Yeah. Eight okay. bushels of hay. The hay uh, The animation and anything that had to do with horror. I'd probably go with like a three. Ooh, really bad. Okay. Uh, all the shadow animations were generic, and when you died, it was just like a lackluster bitch slap. You just, ugh. Yeah, and then you die immediately. <laughs> you, just, you get the vapors. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Do the dying sound again. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like an average score of five bushels of hay? Yeah. Overall? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, you could redo all the narrations and 
redo the ending. You can change the whole game if and it would the, be much better. If you gave the game like a jump. <laughs> sure. Jump and more interesting monsters, you yeah. can make a really strong game out of that. But like all the pieces are there, they just didn't go far enough. Okay. What do you think from your experience with it, Danny? Yeah, five. Five. Um that's just I didn't get to the end. I would have been pissed off. Yeah. Five. Would it be lower it if you would got be to lower? <laughs> from what I played, it was a good five. Yeah. But it you know it held my interest and I really like the lore anyway. Yeah. So uh, you get that that plus you know two for fanboy status <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's it's really a three. Mm. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, I wouldn't argue with that. Yeah. It's good. Well, it's I, disappointing. I like the devil. It is Devil's Pass movie too. So I mean, well, we'll have to watch that and see if you're completely bonkers. <laughs> well, well, there's no spaceship, but there's monsters. <laughs> mm. Spaceship adjacent. Yeah. Coffee break. In the wangs. In the wangs. In. That's it. We yeah. got it. In wangs. <laughs> <laughs> you go first, Sean. Uh, my in the wangs this week is UFC 2 because I'm a horrible person. <laughs> um, go on. I, I've always liked the UFC games, and they're just generally fun. You just get to bash people upside the head, and the physics in this game are bonkers good. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching a lot of gameplay of it because I've been going on like complete overload about watching everything possible for it like I tend to do naturally and um the physics are just really cool and just the persistent damage on the fighters and stuff is really Mm -hmm. neat seems like if you end like a long fight you end up both looking like hamburger at the end of it (laughs) which is generally accurate and I'm not like a huge UFC fan or anything but like I like the idea of it more than the actual thing itself Mm -hmm. you know but um it has like decent creative character stuff and uh it, it looks fun so you don't have to actually pick like Hambone Johnson or <laughs> You can pick Hambone Johnson, but there's like career mode. Oh um, I see. which you can do, which apparently is kind of shitty. Oh. Uh, it's like a thirty fight career, depending on I guess there's a thing every time you do a fight, they add all these weird layers to it. Every mm-hmm. time you do a fight, if you do really well and you don't take a lot of damage, then you don't lose as much like career length. You have like a bar. Oh, sure, sure. And then it goes down, like you get your ass kicked a ton of times. Yeah. Your career is going to be shortened. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Which is interesting. From injuries and recovery yeah. time. Okay, I and like that. you can actually like hurt yourself leading up to a fight mm-hmm. if you try to do harder trainings. Oh. So you could miss a fight. Like weird stuff. So I'm like a weird management part of it, which yeah. I'm also super into. Because it's just clever. like. It is. The bullshit minutia of. Like, oh, well, huh, I'm going to train super hard. He's like, <laughs> fracture your tibia like an <laughs> asshole or something. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. It seems like a lot of the bread and butter is the actual online play, mm. which means you have to play with a bunch of douchey other people, which I'm not super stoked about, but it is it voice chat enabled. Probably. Ugh. Talk shit to each other as you're fighting. I hate talking to people. Toggle on, it off. On you got to toggle it off. Can you? <laughs> I don't know. Is I it even a so. thing? I hope it's thing. not a thing. It's a thing, I bet. Mm. It has to be. Just turn down the volume. That's all you Just do. the, yeah, Just maybe. The what but if you put your microphone next to, like, a boombox playing John Cena's well, theme the whole time? I think there's a thing where uh, if people, like, quit, they had some issues initially. I was reading on the Reddit where, of course, because I read everything about it. <laughs> of course. Where people were, like, quitting because they were getting their butts kicked because they didn't want to have a loss on their record. Oh, no. And then they were, like, having to prevent people from, like, getting back into fights right away. Sure. Street they were Fighter just, 5 had the same thing. Yeah, people were just rage quitting like yeah. crazy. 
So I don't know, but I'm looking forward to it. And actually, it's already on order, and it will be here on Wednesday. So nice. Oh. My in the wangs is happening. Yeah. Wow. It yeah. It looked really pretty, and like you said, the physics were awesome. It's super pretty. Um, the physics look cool. They changed it, so it's a little more um, approachable. So, like, the ground combat stuff is really neat to me, but, like, I'm really bad at it. <laughs> so, in this one, it's still complex, but there's a lot of, like, move your right stick to this region, and if it fills up, you transition your position or you do a submission move and stuff like that. Where before, it was all these button combinations that I couldn't remember, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Cool. We'll see. We'll get a report on that. Yeah. Eventually. I'll be like, my face is all beat up. That'll be about it. <laughs> Hamburger. Yeah. I got an actual fight because I thought I could do this. Like, Ooh. I sincerely doubt it. Got in a fight with a 12-year-old. Yeah. Kick my ass. shit over the internet. Yeah, well, that happens. Well, mine. I want to do mine. Do uh, it. Salt and Sanctuary, which is part of the uh, PlayStation launch series, I think is what they're calling yeah, it. Yeah, it's oh. like a special thing for the month or something. Yeah, they're launching a bunch of indie titles. I don't know if they're indie titles or they're just coming out. they got to be indie titles. It's like they pre- call it launch. like E3 stuff or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Salt and Sanctuary is on there. Day of the Tentacle is also on there. There's yeah. a few others that looked interesting, but this one caught my attention because of the reviews it got hmm. about it being very Dark Souls-ish. That's what it looks like. Like they... Uh, Borrowed heavily, I think, from the yeah. game mechanic. But it's a 2D side but scroller. It's a, yeah, it's a platformer. Yeah. Um, it looks dark mm-hmm. and it looks like um, Lovecraftian, which mm-hmm. we're into. Yeah. Um, and it just looks like a platformer version of Bloodborne. The the HUD on it, like the top left HUD, also looks very, very similar. It's basically <laughs> exactly the same. It's basically the same game except a platformer, which yeah. is why I'm. I'm intrigued by it. I'm super intrigued as well, and I watched the videos on it and been doing research. But like, I for some reason, it's just a little. I'm not sure enough about it to actually buy it. I'm not sure enough to spend twenty bucks on it. Yeah, but if it's ten or fifteen, I know uh, the art style of the main character looks it's kind of like, it's kind of cartoony. Yeah, comparatively uh, to the backgrounds, especially yeah. which yes. look really dark. And I really love the art style of the backgrounds. The yeah, and the um, the boss fights, like the bosses, oh, they look so good. Legit. Yeah, really, really cool and creepy. Yeah, and then you're like this stick figure that <laughs> a fifteen year old girl drew. Yeah, it's not the most compelling character design on the main character the mechanics though are compelling they look good but like i don't know it's interesting because all the weapons have different move sets and stuff like that just like uh bloodborne you know and uh, dark Souls series so i mean that's interesting but like i don't know i just don't know if i can commit is it it gonna be on steam or is it just playstation i saw a thing about it being released on pc so i assume cool um but i don't know for sure you know what I really liked about it that grabbed my attention almost immediately? There are two things. One was the text. The font for it reminded me of Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Same. Oh, yeah. man. That's Which, the best game ever. Yeah, it's really good. But that really made me want to play it because I'm hoping that there's some sort of allusion to the game itself. And the second was um, during a variety of flashes. Like You seem to be going down to pray, or maybe it was at a campfire like Dark Souls style. But the flash of the tree, whether it was the top of the tree, which is one of the logos, or the bottom of the roots... That just kept showing up out of nowhere. Really intrigued me for some reason. I can't place why. It was good cinematically for sure. Yeah. Did you see the skill tree layout? I have not. Bonkers. There's Ooh. a skill tree. It's enormous. Oh, I didn't even know there was a skill oh, tree. Yeah. Damn it. You've sold me. You've <laughs> you sold me immediately. Videos, Damn it. <laughs> giant, giant, like the biggest skill tree I've ever seen. Oh, we've this. seen we've seen some big skill trees. Well, you know, <laughs> let's compare. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. No, it is. 
impressive. Like for a two D uh, platformer, yeah, it was weird to me. It, yeah, it looks like it has a weird amount of depth. I didn't know there's a skill tree though, so that definitely changes my opinion know. a little bit. <laughs> I hope Ooh. it's on PC now. Dun, dun, dun. If it Ooh. is, I'll buy it tonight. Damn, yeah, I think it's Look on PS4 already. Yeah, it's on PS4 already for sure. I don't have yeah. one. <laughs> sniffle, PS4. sniffle. But it's God like four hundred bucks. What else it is like four hundred bucks. And if there's a four point five coming out, I might no, I wouldn't worry it. about that. Um, <laughs> there's actually refurbished ones on Newegg that were like three hundred. Hmm. I mean, it has to be certified. I mean, it can't maybe. be. Maybe. Who so. knows? We'll see if it happens. We'll see. Maybe somebody will send in an email on how to fix my PS3. Mm. No, we're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can do it again. Uh, sad. <laughs> um, All right, moving on. What's your in the wings, John? Mine <clears throat> is from a game called I Am Setsuna, which if you guys took a peek at it, I'm not sure if you did or not. It sounds it, like a dating simulator, <laughs> Japanese dating simulator. <laughs> to be fair, the name kind of sounds like that. Right. But uh, <laughs> according to what I've read about it, the name Setsuna means sorrowful wind in Japanese. Totally. And according to the... Uh, Information that they've given with the video, it's supposed to be some sort of hybrid of like a Final Fantasy X ten dark storyline combined with Chrono Trigger battle mechanics. Oh shit. Yeah. And the art style looks awesome. <laughs> like the concept art is yeah. almost uh, high contrast watercolors and it looks beautiful. Wow. So it's supposed to come out uh, two different dates on the same website simultaneously. Oh, they're one they're was, well put together. They yeah. know what they're doing. One was quarter one this year, also quarter two this year. So hopefully within the next few months, it should be released in the U.S. on Steam and PlayStation. When does quarter two end? Isn't that like next month? Uh, it would be June. six months. What month is it? <laughs> March. March. <laughs> Nearly April. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the hell's going mm-hmm. on. But the combat style is very similar to Chrono Trigger, where you can actually see enemies on the map without jumping to a combat scene. It's not like Final Fantasy where you're over land progress. And you and go squanch, squanch. Yeah, then you jump into a battle. Yeah. And uh, some from some of the videos, there were some maybe copy-pasted battle mechanics with team attacks. There was like a cross-cut, sure. just like in Chrono Trigger, where two mm. characters would go zap. The combined text. Yeah. But the basic premise was this girl is attempting to reach some location in order to sacrifice herself to rid the world of monsters. Right. And the main character is some dude who I don't really know much about yet. Who is attempting to guard her along that path? Yeah, so like Final Fantasy Seven, maybe that's Final basically what happens in Final Fantasy. Oh yeah, and Ten too. Yeah. yeah, actually, it's almost the same storyline. It is. Yeah, but um, but yeah. Ten has Blitzball. They do. And that was that's really, really important. Danny doesn't. Danny doesn't play these. Oh no, he's doing a big eyes. Well, the art style alone, highly suggest watching the video. Oh yeah, it Maybe also has very interesting. Sure. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, I'll check it out. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. But that's what I'm looking forward to. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you're shaking your head. I'm shaking my head. It does sound really cool, and that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Okay, because you got enough going on right now. That's too much. Too much RPGs. This podcast is pushing more games my direction. (laughs) (laughs) This was a terrible idea. Damn it! (laughs) I think it's a great. Also, in the wings, um, just to add on, uh, Far Cry Primal. (laughs) (laughs) You know. That actually is getting good reviews. Getting good re- well, funny story. Yeah. Go on. So I got, do you get, do you get Game Informer? No. So I get it because I have like a GameStop whatever. I get Nintendo power. To be fair, really? before no. this continues with this article, it's pretty much copy-pasted with a bunch of other reviews I've read. So it's, it's weird. not just Game Informer. So, but. 
So basically, I we I got Game Informer because I get it. So problem solved. Uh, story done. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there's a review in there for Far Cry Primal, among other things. And um, they're like, Far Cry Primal, 8.75. And John and I are both like, <laughs> and John read it before I did because um, he was super curious about how they could possibly justify such a rating. And he's like, you should read it. It's really interesting. And I'm like, okay, baiting me to read the shitty review. Mm-hmm. And I read it, and basically the whole article is is them saying how it's not like any other Far Cries, but it could be, but it isn't. But it could be, but it's not. Yeah. But it's but it's a game, but it could be like the other ones, but it isn't. So their entire ratings is based on it not being like the other Far Cry. Right. Apparently. And thus better. <sighs> Somehow. The thing is, the article is written so indifferent, indifferently. Yes. It doesn't even seem like they gave it a good rating. And, the, and yet it's an 8.7. And they also say it has good replay value. Moderately high. What does that even mean? I don't know. But I seventy percent replay value because <laughs> like even in the other Far Cry games, once you clear a camp, they don't respawn. Mm-hmm. Like there's no need to play more. You're done. They just expect you to wipe your your memory cache of that game yeah. and start all over. Totally. But the way it was written was very strange because it was like remember in Far uh, Far Cry Three where they had really interesting villains. They don't have that anymore. <laughs> now they have one interesting NPC friend that you have. And it's like, remember guns? Yeah, they don't have that either. Now you have a pet that you can send at people. It's weird. It's like, it's remember really that other thing you could do? Now you have an owl that can drop bombs. Yeah. And then the review ends. It's it's really weird. And I always thought owl that dropped bombs would be like a good thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> but in this instance, it's not doing it for me. I don't know what the deal is. Mm-hmm. I love owls. <laughs> I love ex- I love explosives because who doesn't? America. I mean, could an owl even carry a bomb? It's a huge owl. It's bigger than an NPC human. Oh, it's like a giant prehistoric yeah. owl. Yeah, because that's a thing. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Big one. It was weird. They just get smaller yeah. as time passes. Everyone knows that. Yeah, like dinosaurs. <laughs> also, uh, Far Cry three and four did not have giant man-sized owls. It's true. They did have honey badgers and eagles, bull sharks, crocodiles. I'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> keep going. Um, <laughs> eagles and memorable villains, which yeah. I think is where it all comes back to. Oh, the Far Cry Three villain before they killed him, uh, he was like the best villain. Was his name Zaz? Yeah. No. No, it's something like that. Zaz is the Batman villain. It's like Voss or something. Oh, it's Voss. Yeah, Voss. Yeah. He was so creepy. He was nuts. It was great. It was great. It I was great. I longed for another villain, and there's none. I didn't play past the part where they killed him because it just wasn't interesting. That's at totally that point. reasonable. <laughs> I can't blame you. And uh, Ubisoft never works. <laughs> Do they have a battle cry that they yell in Far Cry Primal? Who? Everyone. No, anyone. They scream in fear. Like, your tribesmen are pussies. Oh. Whenever you get attacked, like your village can get attacked, they just scream. It's like, ah! And they run away and <laughs> get murdered. Somebody lights up their own tent on fire really? and burns down what? your village. Yeah. It, like, that's a quest line? Like, son, hey, guess. Ricky burned down his tent again. <laughs> like, I need you to go kill three woolly mammoths. You know what the best part of that game is? No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> the animal AI is so fucked up that, like, you'd think that fire would be a deterrent. 
They love it. But if you set them on fire, their AI doesn't change. So now they're just like a giant murder machine that's on fire chasing <laughs> you down trying to kill you. <laughs> they give the zero best. fucks about being on fire. That's terrible. That's it's great. Uh, no, no. Maybe it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> right? Woolly mammoths and cave bears. Can you light a whole woolly mammoth on yeah. fire? Like with one flaming arrow? Uh-huh. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Lights him up, lights every single... Oh, thing on the ground on fire. Christ. Don't spill things. Pretty much, I didn't. You were close. Very I considered close. it briefly. You can probably hear like the gasp. <laughs> <laughs> that was that could have been a hilarious. We recorded our own electrocutions <laughs> <laughs> scenario. And that's how we all died, and everyone would know. Uh, but yeah, so it no was more Far Cry Bible's fault. Goddamn primal. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Legend of Things. We'll be back next time with more games and things and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Legend of Things. Check us out online at thelegendofthings.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash forward slash legend of things. And for the love of all that is good and holy, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. Until next time, this has been The Legend of Things. Things, 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 things. Again, shit got weird. Yeah, 100%. <laughs>